Hello, hello, my friends. I hope all is well with you. Uh, I hope that these podcasts are making some sense. Uh, that you're understanding um, to some degree what I'm trying to convey. Uh, I know it's a it's a bit overwhelming. Um, uh, you know, uh, maybe people think I'm crazy for thinking this way, but I, I think I stand on pretty solid ground uh, with most of the world's psychology and religion when I talk about the false self, the ego, and the collective false self, the collective ego that I'm calling the simulation or the matrix. I want to talk about some uh, pretty important religious figures that I think understood this concept. Uh, And two in particular that I'm very familiar with and and their stories about uh, how they came out of the the matrix. Um, The first one's Buddha. And I don't know if you know the story of the Buddha. The Buddha uh, was a a man named Siddhartha Gautama uh, who lived about 500, roughly 500 years before uh, Jesus. And he was a, a, a prince. He was a rich person, a person of wealth and means who, whose father protected him from seeing um, what life was. And uh, so Siddhartha uh, escaped his palace and saw the suffering in the world. I won't go into some long lecture. Uh, he saw death, he saw poverty, he saw old age, uh, he saw the matrix. He saw uh, the projected world that we have been making for as long as there's been humans. Uh, this world of, of dualism, a world where there are rich and poor, a world where there um, are people who are uh, opposed to each other. Uh, so that set Siddhartha on a journey. Uh, and he tried different religious practices. Uh, finally, he decided to just sit underneath a tree, a Bodhi tree, and uh, meditate until he achieved enlightenment. And it's what happened during those days in that meditation that I think are important. Uh, he was tempted with the matrix. He was tempted with the, the desire for things. He was tempted with um, <clears throat> disappointment. He was tempted with all the goods in the world. And uh, when he was able to see that those things were the illusion, they were the maya, they were the matrix, they were the construct of the human mind, he then achieved, at least according to their tradition, enlightenment and lived out his life uh, as, as the Buddha, the Buddha mind. Uh, and according, at least, to some Buddhist traditions, you have within you the Buddha, I have within me the Buddha, if we can just simply see beyond those things that keep us from our own Buddhist self. 
uh, roughly 500 years after that, Jesus uh, went through the same thing when uh, he was called into the desert uh, and he faced all the temptations of power, um, of wealth, of the matrix, of the, du- the dualism that I talk about so often. Uh, when Jesus was able to resist those attempts at subverting his mind, uh, he emerged the Christ, uh, the Christ mind, the Christ presence in according to some uh, Christianity, some branches thereof in that tradition. Uh, you have a Christ within you. I have a Christ within me. Um, history, there's a lot of these stories uh, throughout history. Um, religious figures having mystical experiences, near-death experiences, and they're transformed. They're transformed to see something different, uh, to see that the things that we put in this life that seem so important, power, control, money, wealth, that they are really uh, products of the ego. And the ego, the sort of superficial a sense of self is what I'm talking about, is what produces the matrix, produces the illusion that both Buddha and Jesus were able to pierce through, and, and so many more. Um, so, you see, I think, and I realize that's an interpretation of Buddhist story and, and Christian story, uh, and interpretation is not always easy because everyone has their own interpretation. That's part of being caught in this matrix, this illusion, this false reality. Um, but I think that these stories and, and all of them really serve as a reminder that there really are two worlds present in our world. One is the world that we create through our choice and we create it through our learned experience. And our learned experience is skewed. It's based in dualism. It's based in the us versus them. It's based in my team is better than your team. Uh, My dad can beat up your dad, to coin the old phrase from little boys. Uh, That mindset is a mindset of judgment. And from that, we derive... uh, power, control, money, all the things that Jesus and Buddha were tempted with. And so I just want to encourage you to keep looking at the veil, keep trying to pierce the veil with with perception. Just keep looking around. Watch the simulation unfold. Watch people <coughs> in conflict. Watch uh, the news. And I mean watch both sides of every story and you will see that people set up their identity in opposition to something. The problem with that is, is that is not who we really are. And that's what those stories are trying to tell us. That is not who we really are. We are not beings of opposition. We are beings of compassion and hope. Um, Yes, we have to do the work of real justice, but we have to do it for everyone not just the person who um, is being persecuted, 
but we have to have enough compassion to try to free the persecutor also. It's a tall order. But if you notice, these people who have pierced the, the veil of the, of the simulation of the matrix, that they say the same thing. So I just wanted to offer a quick podcast of encouragement. There is a way out of this matrix. We just have to work towards it. Uh, Thank you, my friends, and we will talk to you very soon.